Welcome to the Lunch and Blunt Show, and I'm your boy A-Wax in the motherfucking building. Today we got a very, very special guest. Man, we sitting down with my peoples, man. You know, hey, I gotta up, shout him out, man. Y'all Joe, man, from the big station, Whoa. man. Showing up mad love here today at the Lunch and Blunt Show. And we're gonna sit down, man. And we're gonna talk about a few things, y'all Joe. Yeah, let's man. do it. Let's do you it, my man. Saying? Appreciate the opportunity. The big homie in the community, man. Yeah, my you know man. You, you kinda I'm I'm trying to keep my emotions in check right now. You pulled up the ride two lanes. Yeah. I mean, I I'm I didn't put kids through school off that song. I bought my first house off that song, so that's kinda and I ain't heard the damn right song. And I ain't heard I probably haven't heard the song. I don't know, maybe shit two years yeah we taking it back man yeah, right had, here, had man. to kind of collect my emotions <laughs> That's what's up, though. i mean my son here with me right now he was a little kid running around in the studio wow you know, while, while making this record so wow That's wow man song. that's amazing dude that's amazing all right so hey we sit down with my boy pratt we got Michi Loke hey, in the know building it, we got geo ghost oh, in the all building right, all right we got neighborhood jalen in the Whoa. building, and you know, y'all know, y'all Joe. What's up, man? Y'all can joke. 36 hey. OZ, what's happening? 36 OZ. And who you got with you, man? <laughs> got my son. What's up, man? What's up? That's Emil Carry the third. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah, he a football third. player, so you know, he go by his full name. Hey, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, he got everything on the back yeah. of his shirt. Yeah, yeah, man. They ain't go from front to back, huh? Yes, sir. Let's see what's wrong with that. Y'all stay tuned. Alright, so we sit down, man, when we boy y'all join the building. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Mr. Wax, what's up, man? Man, how you doing today? How you doing? Doing, doing real good, man. Very inspired right now. It's a good time in the music industry, entertainment. And yes, um, so definitely got a lot of things going on. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. Um, appreciate the, the, the venue, my man, because um, a lot of stuff we're doing really haven't been real vocal about it. You know, just kind of like in the family, we just really just been working and um, you yeah. know, getting things together. So. I guess this will be uh, that avenue to let some of, them, let some of that out. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to give right. you that platform, man. We want to talk about it here, you know. It's more than just smoking a blunt around here, man. We do more right. than just smoke, man. We smoke with a purpose around here. We wanna I understand bring it to that. The exactly. We're going to bring it to the forefront. It's from the earth, man. You know I understand that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. So a lot of people don't know, y'all, Joe, uh, I'm going to hit you with this. You, you, you were originally born from Oakland, California? Yes, sir. I was born in Oakland, California. Okay. Right. And um, a lot of people don't know, know, don't know like, our, our roots in California are very strong from Louisiana. Exactly. Um, uh-huh. um, in the late 60s and the 70s, uh, African Americans started migrating out to California to get from up under the Jim Crow. Um, of course, the, the Panther Party was very strong, had a strong presence in Oakland, California at the time. And my father um, and my mother, both from Louisiana, but my father fought in Vietnam, and uh, he was stationed over at Barksdale Base. And uh, my mother went to Booker T. Washington, and they okay. was over there. Yeah, yeah they yeah. was, um, my mother went to a party on the base and met my father. Wow. Uh, long story short, you know, they met, they got married here in Shreveport, and uh, they moved to Houston and then moved to California. Yeah. And I was born. And uh, unfortunately, you know, the marriage didn't go on the courses. I guess they they wish they would have, and yeah, yeah. Um, somehow we made it back down. My, me and my father came first, and then my mother came out there, and I've been in Louisiana. I moved to Allendale neighborhood in 1980, I want to say 85, 86. 85, 86. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It was good years, though. Yeah. It was good years, man. It was, um, 85, 86. Man. Yeah, man. It was, uh, it was 
it was good, and then it, it got to be challenging, you yeah, know, with the crack so, epidemic yeah, coming yeah, into play. Yeah, 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 in that era. Yeah, but coming from coming from Oakland, I mean, how was the change? You know, well, it definitely was a big culture change for myself, because um, in California. You know, for one thing, there's not so many damn trees all over the place. That was, a, that was one of the things when I first got to Louisiana. I was like, damn, all these trees all over the place, you know, and rain and all like that. Like, you know, in Northern California, we won't have a lot of that. And it's, yeah. it, it was a real, it was a, what I mean by culture, like, for as the racial shit, I didn't really experience that too strong until I got here. Yeah. You know, it was in, yeah. in, in Cali, it wasn't all about this white and this black, mm -hmm. you know. And you had several different um nationalities mm -hmm. there, you know, your Korean, your Spanish, mm -hmm. uh, your Arabic, you know, mm -hmm. your, your whites, your blacks, I mean, it, it, everybody was just all mm -hmm. one melting pot. Yeah. So, you know, you, that wasn't something that stood out as strong. And um, I remember like, when I first got here, like, I, my, my, you know, I had a, I didn't sound like nah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my, yeah, you know. Yeah, big time. So you knew something. <laughs> Automobile. Yeah, yeah. You know, the nonsection of Cali yeah. guys is a lot different. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. um, you know that 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 was a little challenging, you know, at first. But um, I I, I started to meet a lot a lot of friends in in, in my hood, and, and my family had was deep rooted in Allendale. Yeah. So so yeah. the merge it didn't, it didn't take long to really fit in. Man, I got a chance to to meet your mother, man. She's a really great person. Oh, good looking, yeah, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, she, yeah, she's, yeah, she's a gangster. She showed me mad love every time I see her. One hundred percent. That's like, what's you up. You looking out for my son? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's cool, my man. Yeah. I, I learned a lot from her in, in, in yeah. Cali, and um, being in California, you know, um, there's a there's a documentary that we're putting together right now that uh, there's a that speaks a lot of that life in that okay. time we were in Kelly. Okay. And okay. you know, a lot of people know like my my mama's she's a gangster. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. she she's yeah. a gangster. So, yeah. you know, there were some things that um that 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 uh, I experienced there and uh it was it, it was it was real. You know, and yeah. then when we got to got to Louisiana, we brought some of that life with us, uh -huh. and I kind of grew up in that in that culture, you know. And then in, yeah. in that in that time in Allendale, you know, it, it uh, got pretty real, real yeah. quick, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, yeah, you have to grow up fast in, yeah, in some situations, you know. Sometimes you just have to go ahead and on, put the toys down. <laughs> yeah, man. Get real, but yeah, it, got got, it got real, real, real quick. That's so, one thing. Hold on, before you jump there, that's one thing I want to know though. <clears throat> How much did the lifestyle of Allendale relate to the? gang life in california okay well like when i when i was in that was like 95 like i'm sorry 84 85 when we left oakland i didn't really get a chance to experience a lot yeah. of it um a lot of that was mostly it was more isolated because see the thing about oakland versus los angeles oakland was still still there was a lot of still activists proud to be black uh -huh. um uh -huh. roots rooted then more so of the gang banging, uh -huh. like in L.A. And uh -huh. then in L.A. at that, like I had cousins in L.A. too. That shit was just really, well, let me not jump off course, but just to just to bring people a little bit on to this whole gang banging life. Like a lot of people don't really understand because 
Yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, my family really, really in that shit. No, Especially I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah so. I know the culture. Yeah, yeah. The okay. Culture, yeah, I know. I came from, I came from Houston. Yeah, okay. I was born here, but came from Houston, and, and that's, you know, that, that, I mean, I came from Third Ward. Yeah. I don't know, you know. So, 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 yeah, look, I so, didn't know too much about it. You know, right, man. So, like, a lot of people just get this misunderstanding that we just a bunch of black hooligans, you no. know, banging a color. No. Now, so the Crips and Bloods, these was organizations that was put together okay. to take our neighborhoods back, Speak to on. look after the elders, to look yeah. after the young individuals. We we talking like in the seventies, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that so without going off, that's a whole nother show. But but yeah, yeah, right. So so that's why that's where it originally stemmed from from your Hoover streets, your sixty streets. These are actually streets, streets you know. Yeah, these are actually neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah. So now let's take it back to when. Um, a lot of people from Louisiana started to migrate to California. Okay. All right, so we're in the 70s, now we're moving to the 80s, and now here we got the drug epidemic. So when okay. the drug infiltrated the neighborhood, okay. that's when shit went sour. And that's yeah. when the the, mm. the gang started dividing mm. towards one, one one another. And then that's when, whenever you drop, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, money. the money is is yeah. it's it's the root of all evil. Not exactly. meaning that money is evil, yeah. but it's yeah. the root, and yeah. that was the root that started brought Crips and Bloods to where it is right now today. Exactly. I just wanted to give them a little education, purpose. Yes, what a lot yeah. of people don't know is gang banging culture from Shreveport, Louisiana. Exactly. It, it, it originated from California. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. Right. I know the culture. Yes, sir. I, I know the because like yeah. right because like when boys started getting heat in Cali in the eighties and nineties, exactly. they started to come back exactly. home. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's how that's yeah. how game banging got to Shreveport, exactly. Louisiana. Yeah. It was yeah. it was family rooted, and it was family rooted. Is right, and, and yeah. these are you know you, these guys that you know they had aunties and uncles and stuff that yep. were still in Louisiana. Yeah. So you can dodge a heat out in Kelly and go lay up at, at exactly. the crib, yeah. and they brought that lifestyle and they brought that, that atmosphere yeah. here, and that's why guys who from who's from. Just say a, a, a street and and and, and uh, the Cook Road pop nothing but sixties. Exactly, the culture of the California that people came from California, L.A. The sixties came it. from L.A. One hundred percent. That's right. Our neighborhood was populated with Hoovers. That's the same yeah. thing with Hoovers. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. It's yeah. that that's yeah. how you so don't. I, see. I just wanted to give a little history. Right, you know, little because a lot of lot of time you have some people that's newer from Cali that come this way and they be like, man, I don't see no sixty streets. I don't see no Hoover Street. But you understand their families, they are rooted. From our region, from uh -huh. Shreveport, yeah. Louisiana, uh -huh. this this where they mamas and daddies and grandparents uh -huh. from they from Shreveport, exactly. uh -huh. and they moved to the west. Exactly. Uh -huh. So that there's the correlation with that. Yeah. I moved like I said, I moved here in '96. Like yeah. '96, we were doing this. And that was third. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so oh my god. We was on the cook Yeah, you got a problem doing yeah. that on the cook <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's for real. I'm still playing football, and I'm, I'm doing third. Yeah, third. That's right. Yeah. Third war here. Yeah, man. It's a whole nother thing. Yeah, you gotta be careful, man. Yeah, I understand that. Especially then. Yes, sir. So, uh, you with uh, Bird Bird High School? Yeah, and see, actually, um, well, my my, my schooling thing gotta be got to be kind of crazy between two parents. Yeah. Um. You know, in 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 one parent home and not the other parent home. Cause actually, my man, I've been to probably over about 12, 13 different schools. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Like every other year, I was in a, another school, just moving yeah. around. You know, yeah. with yeah. my dad, come back with my mother, yeah, however. Yeah. Um, but uh, I went to I, when I moved out of there. I was at Blessed Sacrament, and then uh, yeah. so we had so when we first came from California, we had a little bread. I and shit got a little tight. Yeah. Mama had to send me to Pier Avenue. And so, uh, and then that they changed it to George P. Hendricks. So I was there for a while, and 
then you know got in a little trouble um moved, moved out to dallas for a little while and went to school there and um i was able to get a little bit of that lifestyle out there i had a lot of hispanic friends and got off into that that culture um that was new just just trying times is you know um, some of the stuff be revealed in documentary about me and my mother, yeah. and uh, just how um, culturally, just how challenging things was coming from, you know, yeah. coming out the hood, then coming around people who um, just as poor as you are. Yeah. You're not really even yeah. knowing you're poor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's funny how you say Bird because when I got to Bird High School, my man, yeah. I got to Bird High School. I got shot when I was 14. Uh -uh. Um, uh -uh. Speak on that. Yeah, so um, got shot when I was 14. I was involved in sports big okay. time, and. Um, at that point, my mother felt like I gotta get this young man out of Allendale. Yeah. Because at this point, 14 years old, it's um, not, it's not it ain't looking good. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's either I try to save him now, or I'ma lose him one way or another. Yeah. And I already had a couple of brush-ins with the police at that point. Yeah. Uh, you know, then you know, just, hey, it's just like that there. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. not to get off. That's another long story. But um, so we, we kind of brushed that under the rug, got kind of on the straight and narrow, and then after the shooting came in. She felt like she had to move me to another environment. And when I got to, I moved, moved over to Stonehill, Highland area. So it was real quiet. Yeah. And, you know, it was different. I, um, you know, you don't hear loud music all night. You don't hear a gun shooting. You don't, yeah. you know, you don't walk yeah. out neighborhood and, yeah. and uh, see some of the same things. So it, it was, um, that was different. Yeah. But saying that to say, my first week at Bird High School, that's when I knew I was poor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause like it's a it's a culture shock right, right there. Right. You Cause like, like hold it, hold yeah. the fuck up. Hold Cause see like in Allendale, you know, me and my homies, what? I got a book of food stamps. Derek got a book of food stamps. Right. You know what I'm saying? What hey, you the same free yeah. cheese y'all got at y'all yeah. house. We making the same stuff at y'all house. Yeah. If we put two three dollars together, we go get a loaf of bread. That's still gonna get a dollar worth of salami. That's how it is. We yeah. all got jungle yeah. juices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Salmon sauce. That's that's how it is. You know. So 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 like so when I got a bird, it like. Damn, this shit totally different. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? I show up the bird, you know, starter t-shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Some Jabos, uh, some uh, probably some and some Jays. And, and I think I'm, you. I think I'm fresh. I, I'm, I'm killing these niggas. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm fresh. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm fresh. I'm, 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 I come with the next, the next day, fresh chucks on, starch down yeah. tee. I'm yeah. clean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, okay, these boy win. Tommy Hilfiger, yeah. Polo, Nautica, Z Carrot, Bellis. You know what I'm yeah. like, man, what the fuck? You know, so I'm high so I'm like, I'm feeling myself, I'm brushing up all good, you know, trying I'm in high school now, yeah. you know. I'm I didn't yeah. I didn't took a gunshot wound. I'm I'm fourteen yeah. hundred, I'm hood, I'm jumping, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. feeling myself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, yeah. nigga, look at me, this ghetto ass nigga. You niggas, you crazy. Nigga yeah. does not pay me no attention, big dog. My yeah. gears all toe up. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm fresh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking around like, damn. Especially with that starter jersey. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I got a starter jersey. Like, yeah. like, man, I'm like getting no action from no girls at all, big dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. no action. And then, like, so I went off and telling my mother about it, you know, telling about their clothes or whatever. So I went to the mall, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you no, know, growing up in Allen, we just don't be. We used to go to Southport Mall to start shit and getting fights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was but we, yeah, you know, but we yeah. never was yeah. like going in yeah. Dillard's, yeah. looking at yeah. the fashion. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. No, yeah. Dude, we shop at Mitch Match. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So, so, so I didn't know anything about about this type of attire. You know, yeah. so like, yeah. Yeah. you know, my mama being OG that she is. 
So I said, well, hey, mom, they wearing some, you know, some this, that, or whatever. And I, you know, I, I went to dealers, you know, with one of my partners. I like, man, that stuff look pricey. She said, all right, I, I got you covered. Yeah. So um, one afternoon, I came in um, from football practice, and um, a guy uh, came in. He had a couple suitcases, and uh, he unzipped the suitcases, man. And there was so much goddamn polo more I ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Polo yeah. and all this shit, Nautica. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Man, yeah. so basically I could say now nah, the guy was a booster. Yeah. Okay? yeah. That's, then we're going to use the civil word for what yeah. he did. Yeah. But, hey. But, yeah. so that's how my we gear are. That's how my gear game got right in Bulls. I mean, at, at, at Bird. Bird. That's yeah. how everybody gear game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? So my gear game got right at Bird, and I started to get a little attention, you know. Yeah. And um, that's that that that's that's kind of one of my stories. I always speak about Bird High School because that that is a school that um, uh, it 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 was a money riddle school. I say that. Like you Being on the subject of struggle, yeah. how, how much they they influence your life, the struggle, going through the struggle, knowing the struggle. Well, it made me appreciate. And where I'm at right now, yeah, especially yeah. today, because yeah. um, I got you know I tell my kids all the time, it's the fact that knowing, you know, when you especially like when you're on in your own business, you, you're not definitely you're not going to get a direct deposit on Friday, no, okay? Yeah. But you got those who on your staff, you got to make sure they get a direct deposit. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So you got to go out and create a yeah. job to generate revenue yeah. to uh, yeah. Put your business in a position of successful, and also you got those who are around you, their families are eating off of things that you're structuring at the uh, same time. Exactly. So yeah. I learned all of these things growing up in the ghetto. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't understand why my mother worked two jobs. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I understand now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. and the same and the same as my father. Um, now a lot of things with my father is my father would always go out and get, get good damn jobs. But he never would keep him long. Mm. And a long story short, we didn't find out till later on in life that he um, he was struggling with PTSD mm. from being in the military. Yes, but but like my father, uh, remember a lot of times we spent in Opelousa, Louisiana, where he was from, and that's all we did was work all the time. And that was totally different from being in Allendale. Yeah. Because going yeah. to Opelousa, I'm pushing a lawnmower, I'm painting houses. Yeah. You know, we're going and starting. Yeah. Yeah. Food. yeah. We starting yeah. gardens. So, you know, I'm making 5 and $10 or whatever like that, but I'm not knowing that, okay, this is working, this is it's real life. You, it's yeah. teaching my, you the value yes, of work. Yes, it's sir. teaching you to appreciate And that's, that's that, what yeah. my father yeah. was instilling in me at that time. That's, one that's what so. great men instilled in you. Right, 100. Yeah. Appreciate that, my yeah. man. And I, I'm so proud to see you here with your son today. Yeah, yeah, you know it's the big homie. You know, I'm so proud to see you here with him. Yeah, we, you know, we, we were just having a conversation yeah. on the way over here, you know, like, because we actually kind of got derailed off of the music yeah. in 2011 after, I, you know, I got released from Universal Records. That okay. took some time. Okay, okay. Let's, yeah. I'm sorry. Let's go back. Okay. Let's go back. Keep going. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're we going to come back to that. Yeah. We'll come okay. back to that. We're going to come back to the <laughs> Universal <laughs> thing. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, but see, we, we um, I was telling my son that we kind of got, got derailed because we got off into this youth football. Yeah. And it was something that he had a passion for, so I just committed all the way in. I went yeah. back to my old, old sports rules growing up, and um, I just 100% put my whole, my everything into the youth football. And I did the same thing that my coaches did. Yeah. They came to the hood, they got all the little homies, yeah. paid for all the equipment, yeah. fed us, everything. And the yeah. same thing Coach Gullo instilled in me, yeah. I did the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So we yeah. went, you know, and 
So yeah. now we got, you know, six guys playing D1 ball. Look at it. Possibly That's two good, of them man. going to the pros. We Look got, at um, Look at yeah, we got, we got a total of about 11 well, different see, players I in school right too, now. Though, man. I see you, I, I, you know. I yeah. see you. I be checking about yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yeah, so so yeah, so that's so that's a lot of people don't understand. Like, well, yeah. we took a break from the music for a certain. It, like, it wasn't something that I set out and said I'm gonna put the music and acting to the side. It's just that family came to priority at that point, and then you know we started a trucking business. So okay. a lot okay. of a lot of time was just in in the family, you know, mm -hmm. with the sports, and um, you know, you t when you start coaching youth football, you take on mm -hmm. twenty plus other families, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all those yeah. relationships, and you talking yeah. about young kids, cause you mm -hmm. saw. I'm, I'm throughout the day. I'm talking to teachers. I'm talking mm -hmm. to mothers. I'm talking to fathers. I'm talking to families who are having a fallout. The daddy want to take the kid, put him in another school. And I'm yeah. like, you know, you, there's yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. you're going on yeah. when you're dealing with in youth, youth sports. So that's kind of so. I, basically, I was talking to my son. Well, we, we're now, you know, we're past that chapter, and um, you know, we reap the benefits and success for that by getting so many kids into college. So now we're, we're back at the we're back at the you know in the music and entertainment now we're gonna man. focus in on that a little harder now. Man, heads okay. off right now. The okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I should I should coach Yacht in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach Yacht, Joe in the building. That's that's wonderful, dog. That's wonderful. You know what I'm saying? So, so back to the universal. Back to that. I thought it was Dev Jam though. No, okay. my man, it was it was it was. So it was how did it come about though? That's what I want to know. How did that? Man, how much time y'all got, all, man? How did you get into this music deep as you you got into? It? How did you get into the music like that? What was the the, the breaking point? And you say, okay, I'm finna get in this music business. I'm finna go ham on this. Guy. Okay. You okay. Know, I, when, I, what 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 age and when did that transpire? How did okay. that come about? A lot, a lot of things. Someone's like I'll go for speaking about being the, yo, you know. And uh, and who about your father instilling things into you? My father, when I was young, I got so many pictures young with you know keyboards and guitars and mm -hmm. microphones and yeah, you know yeah. so I always yeah. thought that you know I was actually gonna play an instrument yeah. you know so yeah, yeah. eventually I started playing the drums so I was a percussionist for a minute yeah. okay. um, and just by moving around back and forth I never really got chance got a chance to really lock in on one instrument. You know, just going back okay. and forth with my okay. parents, but uh, percussion being in the drum, that was an uh, that was something that I can always pick up on real easy versus, mm -hmm. you know, playing the trumpet or, or any other instrument. So um, that's where it, it, it stemmed from my parents, you know, in the house, listening to your earth, wind, and fires, you know, yes. and listening, yes. you know, to your Stevie Wonders, <laughs> real you know, your Marvin yes. Gaye's. Yes. That's, that's where the sound came from yeah. first, you know, so um, yeah. the rapping that was something totally different. Yeah. Now, what drew me to hip hop was growing up in that day at the time, a lot of people was calling it gangster rap, but to me, I always touted it reality rap because you walk off your porch in the ghetto, that's what, was that. that's what you see. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was so easy to okay. listen to what these boys rapping about. And it's like, okay, damn it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so when I hear, when I when I hear Cube and when I hear your Spice Ones and you know when I hear your E40s, I'm you know going back a little bit. When I hear these boys talking, I'm not looking at them like, oh, oh, that's such and such. It's like that's just like a nigga around the corner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. what they talking about, that's yeah. what I see every day. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I believe like that's what kind of drew me into into the hip hop side. Yeah. You know because the language and the conversation and then the lifestyle we was living at that time yeah, and yeah, then we yeah, lived growing up in the gaming yeah, era yes sir yeah, you know so that's yeah. that's kind of what what drew me into that so was it the mixtape 
uh, was it a mixtape or was it a single? What what catapult catapulted you to that next level where university say Universal Records says, okay, I want to sign this guy. Okay, all right, let's cut, let's cut, let's cut that chase. Okay. Okay. So we're we looking at right now we're at two thousand and three two thousand four okay all right okay. so we have yeah. been on um we have been on the independent grind now for a couple of years myself and my homeboy um ehab um i said one of my homies from la that i met his family moved to um louisiana so then we started the record company go get a records go get a record yes okay. yeah so we started go get a records now so man we mixtaping out the game right now so we touring with esg and slim thug yeah. Um, I got a man. I signed on with a management team, Hollywood um, Music, and 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 um, in New York, yeah. and um, so yeah, yeah. they started moving the music around. Okay. So we started to start the generation sound up on the East Coast, actually. Okay. And okay. I would always hear that being from Streetport, you can't blow up in Streetport. You got to get out of Streetport. Now yeah, I always got to travel and move. Yeah, you know. So I, I would sometimes I would take offense to that. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, ain't nobody else. More ghetto, more gangster than ours. Ain't nothing no realer than what we living right here. Yeah, yeah. But what I had to, what I had to understand is that these people in these other markets, they do this shit as a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In Shreveport, maybe we just, you know, our people, they get up, they go to work, they make their money, they go back home. But there are no record labels here. You know, right there there are yeah. no recording studios right of the magnitude. So that's why I understand. Okay, you just gotta start getting out. Mm -hmm. So man, we just started investing our own money on flights. You know, for whether it's renting the rap vehicles, we're getting the tour buses, and just start moving around with a lot with the mixtape records. So um, at that point, um, management in New York, they went, they had a had a had a, a avenue in with a couple of people at Interscope, Def Jam, and Universal. So basically, how this was at this point, they'll have several music execs that would be in our. Um, they would have these little luncheons. And whatever music that was hot for certain regions, and this is at this time how they would go by, how they go by, you know, pulling in um, new artists. Whatever music was hot at that time, they all would just sit in a room and just collaborate and just listen to different music. And they would have some of your premier DJs at the time. Uh, Clue was actually the, um, you remember DJ Clue with, yeah, with, 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 with uh, Def Jam and Rockefeller. Yeah. So he was one of, he was a big component. He was on a record real hard, and a couple other DJs. So they was really, you know, touching music that was hot. Cause you know, the South, we had the game at that yeah. point. Yeah. So the record was playing in there at that luncheon, and there was um, a rep from Def Jam, Universal, and Interscope that was interested. Yeah. And they were talking to the management. So at that point, I had already been flying back and forth, going to Atlantic. Atlantic, yeah. we was talking real heavy. Yeah. And just short story, man. Yeah. What really tripped me out, being in New York, at Atlantic, about four, four, I don't forty-fifth or forty-sixth flow, looking down the building and looking at all these little bitty yellow cabs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This yeah. little young yeah. cab from Shore, I'm like, man, this this really it. I'm looking at all the Ti plaques, the Fat yeah. Joe plaques, yeah. looking at all these plaques on the wall, yeah. and I thought, like, man, I'm really about to get signed. You know what I'm saying? You you feel like you really made it. You didn't reach that pinnacle. Yeah. But unfortunately, the deal didn't go through. So after that point, you know, flew home and then um, I got kind of discouraged. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna take it, y'all. I'm just gonna go independent. We're gonna press this thing up, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we're gonna we're gonna end up, yeah. we're gonna drop it independently. So that's when we gotta start getting calls from um, Universal, yeah. and at that time. I, I said, well, look, you know, I'm gonna get back with y'all. We're gonna drop this thing independent, and we'll see what it do, and we'll holler back. Okay. 
Oh, wow. so, uh, that's, you know, that's a, that's a bold ass fucking yeah, move. Man, that's I, a bold that's, move. That's, that's a you face. Yeah, man. So, yeah. I'm going to holler back at y'all. Yeah. That's really that's, that's what we did, man. Um, I can't think of the, the, the distribution company right now. It was out of Memphis. That's what we were going to go with. So, this Eddie O'Lockton, who's responsible for Salt and Pepper and a lot of other artists, he was at Nick Specto and he had a distribution deal with Universal. We was at Universal Motown. So one day I got this number and he called a couple of times. So I ended up calling him back. And it's like, uh, you know, young man, I know what you're going through right now. I know the grind. You know, and, and obviously you're never just gonna go two, three different label meetings and walk out with a deal. Yeah. You know, it's 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 gonna be tough. He said, We we we're ready to offer you right now a five album deal. So I said, Well, I don't have other I said, I really my man, I'm really cone in right now. On you know dropping this album independent, I want to do a hundred, two hundred thousand units, and then come back to the table. And I just would like to have more leverage at this at this time. So he said, okay. He said, well, I'm gonna propose some things to you all, and um, I get back with you. Can so, you can you can you talk about the nature of that deal? Yeah, oh yeah, no one hundred percent. I was you know? yeah, and so and so I'm like, and this where this is where I knew that it got kind of serious. So his people hit our people up. Was, was was my partner, um, Steel Lewis and, and Eha, my management team. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, we want to present y'all with an offer, and we can afford it to your attorney. So I was like, okay, cool, we get back with you. So at this point, you know, I go to my attorney. I go to when I got a charge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, he already got a retainer on deck. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm like, so he, so I said, look, my man, I got. People up in New York, Universal Motown, you know, shoot me a shoot me a deal. He say, look, y'all, I'm gonna be honest with you, my man. You need an attorney gonna hit you for about five hundred dollars an hour. You need an entertainment attorney. He said, me me being your dog, bro, I ain't even about to try to mess up you like that, my man. I'm mm -hmm. telling you what you need in your life, cause they about to send something you ain't gonna be able to comprehend. Mm -hmm. I ain't either. Mm -hmm. that? He said, hey, that ain't, he said, I'm a defense attorney. Okay. I'm not okay. an entertainment attorney. Yeah. So I yeah. said, okay, my man. So I got back with my people in um, New York, and they went out and got uh, Charles Austin, and uh, he also um, referred me to another a big dog uh, attorney who who had represented DMX, Mariah Carey, yeah, yeah. Um, several other artists, man. So yeah. many different names. Uh, so that that um, Mark Schwartz, uh, he's yeah. he's real big dog. He going, he make it happen. Yeah, yeah. So um, they put me in contact with Mark Schwartz. So this is how it is when you're dealing with labels like that. The label head and their attorney, they're not talking to the artists. Okay, uh -huh. everything is negotiated through the through the through the attorneys. Yeah. So they shot him the offer, their first offer. And so I'm thinking that, all right, I'm about to fly out to New York. We're going to look at the deal. I'm going to sign at the table. And that's not how it went. Yeah. So when he got the first offer, he took it to my management and said, okay, well, um, we're going to, we're about to shoot you the offer. I said, okay, fine. So when I got it in the email, and that's when emails was just becoming popular. Then I'm going through and I'm looking at the numbers and I'm trying to count the zeros. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to wrap my head around the type of money we're talking about right now. Yeah. So it was a five album deal, and the total was the total was up to like fifteen million dollars. It was so many millions per project. Mm -hmm. okay. So at that point, that's mm -hmm. that's kind of when I was like, my man, I'm ready. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm ready. it was the numbers, yeah. and talking back and forth uh, to Mark Schwartz, the attorney at the time, and that he kind of. I, I, I was confident in how, how he was speaking and how he was breaking down the lingo on the contract. Uh -huh. And then when he 
that's when ringtones and um, all these things were coming into play, and they weren't even trying to give me any of that money. And he yeah. he tore all that contract up, went back in, and we started winning, going off to other thing. And then that's when I found okay, now we got a whole another publishing deal to go through. That's a whole another check, and it was it was it took about maybe two months to complete the deal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But two but but I, and I just tell youngsters, man, you know when you start getting off into that avenue of the business you got to bring in big dog attorneys you need an attorney gonna hit you for about five hundred dollars an hour but he gonna he he gonna get his money after you get your check you know what i'm saying yeah my man you ain't got to come out of pocket for him but uh it's real cool you know because now we flying up to new york on their dime not all dime Uh you know what i mean because at first we was everything was out of pocket but um Mm -hmm. he brought the deal home and he made it happen and you know life took a whole nother turn after that so that's a blessing i might be crying a little bit but, yeah, no but, problem. But 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 when that when you first got that check, was it what, what that check was like fifteen minutes? What that check? Was no, it? man. <laughs> See, that's the misconception. <laughs> about about the record business, right? We gotta know. Okay, <laughs> so 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 here so here here where it's like the first deal was for one point five million dollars. Okay. Shit got crazy around the city now because you know the Times did a big write up about Yaki Joe from yeah. Adele signing Universal Records one point five million dollar deal. Yeah. So now everybody. Think I'm walking around with 1.5 million dollars. Okay, yeah, everybody literally did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so I'm like, okay, so let me break this shit down to you a little bit. Okay, so we got another 300,000. That's just gonna go to the video. Yeah. You know, back then video budgets was high. You know, 70000 dollars shoot a video. Then you got another 200,000 dollars for promotion. Yeah. Okay. Then you got your traveling expenses. Then you got your those fees. I tell you, Mark Schwartz, we owe him about about 20 racks. You know what I'm saying? All right. So now I gotta go record. So I got about 750,000 dollars to go record an album yeah. and then you know production was high okay yep. so we talking production we looking at you know on a minimum twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars a track yep. all right so i'm also you looking at you trying to go to atlanta you trying to get a tune track or you, you even at that point you think about getting a timeline track you looking at a hundred okay. hundred grand for a yeah. track yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. i don't even yeah. think about trying to call dre it ain't yeah. even happening yeah. you, know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying I so, yeah. just, right going, just so i so i this one point yeah man this is crazy bro so I did $1.5 million. So all these flights, we flying up there. So now we going to Circle House Studio. We going to the Hit Factory. Yeah. You know, we got a $2,500 studio bill here, another $3,500 studio bill there. All these monies is coming out of this $1.5 million. It's okay. So after you record your album and all the budgets are set aside, whatever is left, then that's what's owed to you. Yeah. Okay. Now, you're not going to get a dollar until they recruit. After you get that was what's left. But you're not going to get any residual from your sales until after they, they, they until they get that is right till they make the money uh, back. So, but but to the number though, when I walked after everything was in place, I think I walked away with about maybe a hundred and a quarter, yeah. about one one thirty one fifty something yeah. like that, just cash in my Reality pocket. Of the game, yeah, you know out of the one point five yeah. million, yeah, yeah. yeah, I went to the house with about a hundred twenty five thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then at that time. That life we was in, that really, you know, that yeah, was just that some just, tennis shoe money. Yeah, so, but, but yeah, that's, that's, that's how that happened. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's freaking dope, man. Yeah. I, crazy business. I recall we, we, we did some stuff, man. We were, we didn't call the bus, man. We didn't get on the Yeah, man. Ride, man. Yeah. And that, 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 and see, yeah. and see that's, yeah. that's all the grass yeah. shit, though. We that, that, and that's, that's the reality. pull up to the bus tomorrow. Yeah, my man. Yeah. Like, like, like that's that went on that end. Wax that was on the reality after the 
after the label. Yeah, we you did. You know what I'm saying? Too. So, yeah. but I, st but I still was strong and hungry in the mind. So I st it was by any means make it happen. Yeah. And I, yeah, I met my. I'm telling we we not we not talking about the tour bus. Yeah. Like we talking about artists. Yeah, you know we Ooh, riding. Man. Two three hundred thousand out of Prevos. Now me and this guy here, yeah. we was on the Greyhound bus. Yeah, Greyhound yeah. Bus, so so like I'm oh, real, bro. I, yeah, yeah, bro. We we got uh we were going to what music festival oh, that was? Ozone Awards. Okay, Ozone so we got Awards. the Ozone Awards, right? Yeah. All right. So at that we was going down and um I had a suburban with the promotional rap on it. Yeah. Okay. Man, one hundred percent. Man, we pulled out the driveway and the damn fuel pump go out in the suburban. Yeah. Dead out. Yeah. All right. That night we had two radio interviews down there at the Hilton. Yeah. My man, wasn't no time to book no flights, wasn't no none of that shit. Yeah. Man, take me to Greyhound, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here, my man. Yeah. <laughs> now. now I'm yeah. gone, bro. Take me, drop me off at the bus station, bro. So uh, my people drop me off at the bus station. I get on the bus in the Lark. Man, it's major how it all works, bro. He always got a yeah, ram in the bush with you, bro. Man, when I seen this man right here on the same damn Greyhound bus, bro, we on our way to Houston, right? We're going to the Ozone Awards, my man. You do not know, bro, how that warmed my spirit, my man. I wasn't tripping about nobody seeing no Yaki on no Greyhound bus. I didn't get a damn about none of that. My nigga wax on that bitch. We on our way to Houston. 100%, bro. Yeah, that, that pride shit, bro, you got to throw that out the way, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do what you got to do, man. It's you know, pretty pretty awesome event right now. Now knowing knowing wax for for that long, I mean, what what what's one of your wax stories, man? We have to hear crazy, man. Crazy. Look, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, there we go. There we oh, go. There we yeah. go. Look, 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 watch, 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 watch. We want to see when the face go. Oh my gosh. Watch, yeah, hold up. Watch this shit here, my man. Hold up, hold up. Let me, let me. No, man. Let me share something with you about business. Okay. Yeah. And about the structure of business and blueprints on business. Yeah, you know, yeah. now, you know, where I'm at right now, like, I've been able to take the same blueprint from the music industry and filter it throughout all of my other businesses. Yeah. It's the exact same blueprint. Yeah. And it's one, no fumbles. It's 100%, right? Yeah. yeah. So, i seen Wax coming up, a marketing and promotion, the Cumulus. Yeah. Being the man, being the go-to guy at yeah. the station. Yeah. All right. So first, I'm, I'm first so black promotions director. For yes. Cumulus. So Five I'm. Radio stations under myself. Yeah. He was heavy. So I remember. Yeah. So I remember, like uh, Universal, we coming through, and we're like, okay, well, uh, our promotion the team, what our promotion the team look like, and I, that's why I remember I was I actually first met him. I was like, okay, so I'm damn like, we just came from you know, shit, L.A. and they got like. 30, 60 people on staff. And like, yeah. I'm like, one guy? Yeah. You know what I'm okay. saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, y'all got one dude doing all this right here? Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, multi-talented. And I mean, like, people coming up to him, asking him for advice and questions, things like that. Like, yeah, this man's solid about what he do. Yeah. So we, mm -hmm. we started a relationship from there, and I always admired his hustle and his grind throughout yeah. the street. He was real diligent what he did. And then whenever, like, for all his promotional campaigns, there was always detail. There was always a lot of paraphernalia, yeah. uh, a lot yeah. of branding. Yeah. That was key. Yeah. So the craziest, craziest, which I want to hear is, yeah. Yeah. after my man left, you know, <laughs> cumulus, I'm in the crib chilling one day, and uh, oh, I, this after shit. I left Universal, oh, um, I'm off into the acting right now, right? I'm oh, actually was going over some scripts, and this man called me, and he said, hey, what's up, y'all? What's up, my man? I'm like, Wax, what's up, man? So you say Houston, what's good? Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, we about to go do some music or whatever, yeah. right? So I'm like, all right, cool. So he said, look, man, I got opportunity to, um, I got opportunity with these people out of Atlanta. 
Yeah. And that's just real. It's a heavy promotional project I'm working on right now. Yeah. You know, and I think you know it's pretty lucrative. We, yeah. we can make some money out of doing this thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, you know, I value your expertise and you know marketing and promotion. I'm like, but yeah. man, that's the man. I got the blueprint from you, and yeah. you know, I yeah. just added a little bit to what I do. Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. yeah so we're gonna get out here, and you know, we're gonna start. Um, we're gonna they gonna give us all the merch, all the merch yeah. we need, all the promotions. Like yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, man, so we ain't gotta get no posters, no CDs, no <laughs> nothing. Come on, no. Oh, man, they paying for everything, my man. I said, what? I said, damn. I said, so what we need to do? All we need to do, we're going to go set up and just get our grind on like we do. So I'm thinking, we're going to hit the clubs. You know what I'm saying? We're going to party. We're going to move around city to city, get the product out and all like that. So I'll say, cool. All right, man. So I say, well, man, who the artist is? My man you heard them, right? Who, who, who? He got some people behind him with some major bread in that letter. Who the artist is? He said, well, y'all, let me explain to you. Um, <laughs> we know where this is. There you go. There you go. Oh, oh, we know where this is. Oh, oh, I understand. Oh, I understand. What you mean? Well, I said, well, what's, what you mean there ain't no artist? What you saying? Yeah. You say we're going to promote some shit, right? Somebody. Yeah. Yeah, my man. Well, see, actually, well, here it is, y'all. Uh, you know, I got these people, man, and they some real good people. That's, I said, I heard that, my man. What's up? <laughs> I said, we gonna get that bread, like, yeah, we we gonna get this bread. We gonna get this bread. <laughs> so, actually, what we're trying to do is we need to promote spade and neutering. <laughs> <laughs> So Wes, what the fuck, what you talking about, man? Spade and Newton, what you talking about, bro? Oh, man. Well, see, and then, and then I swear, it's like, it's like somebody passed the phone and gave the phone to another motherfucker, because I, I started hearing this shit right here. Well, see, Yaki, if you don't know the statistics about it, there's an overpopulation of, of, of overpopulation of animals who are being abused due to the fact that they don't have a home. Incredible. Yeah, and then he went to the he started breaking down the numbers yeah, of how many stray how many stray cats and dogs are in the street or in the Arklatics. And what we need to do is we need to come together and we need to uh we, we, we need to educate the African American community yeah. about yeah. spade and neutering their pets. Yep. Yeah. So I said, my man, I don't know shit about no damn <laughs> I said shit just like I said, bro. I don't know nothing about none of that shit, my man. I said, bro. Right. I said, my man. I said, I don't know, man. I'm probably had to hit you back on that one, big dog. I'm like, man, I said, I don't know about that shit, man. Uh, so he said, yeah. Yeah, he said, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, um. I said, I'm gonna see, my man. So I really, I kind of threw him in a bush. I like, well, when you need this to do that, I mean, I might, you know, I'm gonna just acting shit right now, man. I don't really know. And I said, uh, okay, my man. I'm gonna get back with you. You know, Ed Wax, he's persistent. Yeah. So he hollered back. He said, Yak, man, I, I, you have time to think about it, man? He yeah. said, bro, it's going it's gonna, to gonna use a couple hours out of your time, my man. Yeah, it's, something, it's something that we need to bring to the community. Yeah. And this yeah. give you, then he hit me with the sell pitch, my man. Then, yeah. you know, you've yeah. been chilling for a minute. This will give you opportunity to come back out, show your face in the hood, he, my I'm, man. There you go. I swear to God, he keep one up the sleeve. Oh, he keep one up the sleeve. I'm like, man. It's clutch, too. So then he hit me and said, man, Yak, you know 100%. I value your time and your money. Yeah. 
So my man, I'm gonna make sure you're gonna get paid. Yeah, make you're gonna sure be straight. Yeah, ain't coming out of your good. pocket for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, all right, Wax, what's up, yeah. man? I said, let's try it. Yeah. So um, I remember the first event. I was sold on the first one because I was just most impressed of the business pre uh, of the business presentation. Yeah. Cause it was a clone, and what I mean by using the same blueprint. Yes. These people that he was doing business with Atlanta, they ain't know our region, they ain't know our market. No. I they ain't even they you know they they didn't even know how to even put a promotional package together. Nope. So when I got there and I just started seeing all of the merch, it was definitely a a Adrian Turner production, my man, one hundred percent, my man. Yeah. So yeah. I said, yeah. damn, my man, you you yeah. bought your business, my man, yeah. and I mean like, dude, yeah. I mean like I. Yes. Yes. It, it, yeah. was, it was it was right. I was very yeah. impressed, and I was yeah. locked in with him from that point right yeah. there. You know, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and actually to his point, I was right. We were actually when we started getting out in the community, man, yeah. we started making a lot of different connections. Yeah. It was all about spading and newer and pits, yeah. but yeah. all of the other traffic that came with that, too, you know, and it, it really evolved into something yeah. else, my man. I can't believe it. This way, though, no, yeah, society, man, the United States of America, man, you know, promoting. Fading yeah. It was some serious stuff, man. It yeah. is though. Be it honest, is really is though. You know, because it was so many stray cats. To this day, um, the Robinson Center, it still Center, is. Um, it still is. Robinson Center, man. They uh, they are booked out because right. of that yep. promotion we did. Yes, and see that's another. Yeah, yeah, man. And that Look. was years ago. Right. To this so day, they are still. You you ha you have to schedule an appointment to get your pit yes. spayed and neutered. And, 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 you should, and you, before that. It was nothing. Nobody was coming. So, right. Yeah, yeah. And see, we did a uh, three-month promotion. Yeah, man. And see, that's yeah, another. So uh, yeah, that, exactly, my man. Yeah. That's what I'm about to tell him. Youngster, yeah. like, bro, yeah. that's a that's on the other. We wear the fresh clothes. Yeah. We talk about them in our songs. We yeah. drive all their cars. We yeah. don't get no. We yeah. don't get no yeah. kickback yeah. from yeah. that. Yeah. Take yeah. my man. You need yeah. to holler at the people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. the man, oh yeah, check yeah. it, dog. Cause you yeah. really shine the light on the big time, my man. No, you really did, though. Yeah, but I got ten. I got ten out of it. They gave me ten grand for that. Yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying. All right. He he caught he. He he called he he, he, he compensated me, bro. I mean no, everything. Way from... well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah, That's one thing you know about Wes though. He say he got a plan. He he, he got a plan. Yeah, yeah man. And, 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 and you know, know the his his how he sold himself to this company in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. It was I knew it was solid because they spared money was of no expense to them. Nah, however, at so the end of time, he said it, and, and then whenever he's whatever he asked for, he was diligent yeah. with their funds. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you saw that through through how That's we was in the, you right. know in the community. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. it was my work though, brother. That was yeah, it was. My man you know, changed the spade and neutering game. Two hours a day. Changed the game. No, and and he could take that same it's that same blueprint. You know, if any one of your business ventures that you are gonna have now or in the future, and you yeah. tell them what you're trying to do, and the same thing, and you'll sell it at 100. Well, we, but we we get we get ready to bring some stuff to the light too. But we're gonna get into that too in just a second. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speak on that acting career. Okay, we'll see that. I saw you. Experience. I saw you. Yeah. On New Jack Streetport. New Jack. Oh yeah. Streetport. It's a lot. See, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, man. I'm gonna apologize. There's so much. Material that I could have right right now on YouTube and it's very limited. Mm -hmm. But I I've I've just been um, you know sometimes you just mm -hmm. over criticize. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know my family and my management have got me to the point where we, that was how I was spent earlier. You know we about to release all of it. You know mm -hmm. so it'd be a I don't know hours hours of a lot more content mm -hmm. about the drop. 
But um, actually, I got off into the acting when I started having the riff raff with Universal. Okay, mm. so make a long story short. Okay, how to when I got in when I got signed, record companies were folding. Mm. All right, because what was you then had here? I'm holding up a pen, but it's, it was your CD. Okay, mm -hmm. it was your ten dollars. Mm -hmm. This was the commodity that mm -hmm. labels were using to make money. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. that's exactly my man. Okay. So. When it went from you going in the Best Buy spending your ten dollars to where you at the barbershop and somebody coming through with the exact same identical CD, mm -hmm. yep. and not only are they giving you one, they're giving you three of them for five dollars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, so why am I running? So it's like the consumer speaking from a consumer mind. Why am I running in the store buying some shit for ten? I get three for five. Mm. And then it went down to two dollars. And then you got the one dollar CD man. Now you got the dollar. You got the dollar CD lady. So, so in other words, when when you were in your deal, it was the turning point in the music. Exactly, and that turning point. It was turning from CDs to digital. Exactly, and that and that's and that's why I never made it to the second contract. I ended up I ended up being moved from Universal Motown to Universal Republic, and once I got out of Universal Republic. Then that's when that label started to use my wanted to use my talent, but not want to use my my intellect and my and mm -hmm. what I know of the business. Mm -hmm. So they were shifting me to work with different producers and record different type of songs. It's songs that mm -hmm. um, I had never even performed at shows that mostly just was marketed on the East Coast because there was that type of production, mm -hmm. that type of sound. So you know I was compensated, I was paid a however, but there were not one songs that I marketed and promoted. Mm -hmm. So when you moved over to Universal Republic, mm -hmm. um, that's when I never released the album over there. Okay. And at that point, that's when I got off into the acting. So, but I only got off into acting behind the music. Mm -hmm. I was going to different I was going to different um, uh, auditions and things to get on set so I could shop uh, for the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. So I'm going on these sets, meeting these actors. I mean, meeting these um, these uh, directors and uh, casting agents. And just to get, you know, bumps and shoulders and get some context on, you know, how to, how to how to shop some music or either get the script and I can write the song, tailor 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 a song to your script. Mm -hmm. Well, the only way to do that was was to act. Mm -hmm. So I was riding around in this Yacht Joe Suburban. Yeah, I remember that thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, no. there was yeah. an agent, Jeffrey Nightbird, who was here from Austin, Texas, and he was lost. He was. He asked for some directions. I gave him directions. He's like, hey, man, look, I'm here. I got an agency. Um, I'm looking for some actors. I said, well, man, I don't act. I do music. Big dog. He's like, well, you need to come through, man. Talk to me. Um, you know, you got a nice look. Maybe we, we could work something out. Mm -hmm. So I ended up, you know, wasn't stubborn. I went through. I met with him, started taking classes, and he started sending me on auditions. Mm -hmm. And I just, that, it started from that point. And I started getting a lot of reads. Mm -hmm. And every time I got on, I got on set, I just started. Shopping music and yeah. shopping the idea for music. Yeah. And the yes. thing about it is, and when you're doing soundtracks, if you write a soundtrack, and if they take it into post production, you're still gonna get a check. Yeah. It may not even make the score, but if they go into editing, they owe you a check. Uh, so I was able to get a lot of checks like that. Uh, yeah. That so right there. Uh, yeah. So so I never. I mean, they knowledge right yeah, there. Man. So, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so, 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 man. So at that point. <laughs> I wasn't making no music money, but I was able to just, just reinvent the wheel, so to speak, and get jump in on the actors. And that was just due to film industry came to our market due to Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. So there was so much film project around Shreveport, Louisiana. So then we started, I started acting and then I um, started doing a lot of independent film. And I started to have a passion for acting. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I mean, honestly, right now, 
I I I like to go to the studio to record. Yeah. Like like you like to just go shoot ball and work out because I love I love being yeah. now I love hanging out with other artists you know picking y'all brain and just running like yeah. that, but for us getting a check, yeah. I would rather act yeah, than yeah. versus produce a record. Yeah, and then there's no money in that acting. Yeah, situation. and and then and then with the music with the acting, it's more of um you know have to for us financial on the business and you're not upfronting so much of your own purse. Yeah, mm. you know yeah. um mm. with the music it's it's a lot of salesmanship into that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good right business, there, man. Right on. That's Probably. good business, man. Yeah. That's good to know right out here, man. This the this lunch and blunt show, man. And I, I mean, lunch I mean, and blunt. What's really man, good? It's smelling yeah. right in here right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. It's got some expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's got there? Expensive. Uh, hey, oh, we got uh, we got we got lunch too provided by Lick the Skillet. You okay. Know, so we got some smothered, you know, rice and gravy. Okay, that's you know, what's some up. Little chicken and stuff. You know, so make sure you know you, you grab a plate with one hundred percent. We'll do good looking. You know what I'm saying? You know, man, this is it's, it's been so awesome. You know, um, here's my question for you. Yeah, man, no problem, my man. Good looking, having a good time, man. Biggest like celebrity you work with? Biggest celebrity, the biggest celebrity that I've wow, let's see that I've worked with thus far. Hmm, I'm gonna say the biggest. Why? Well, enjoy you know, Yeah, best. Uh, Yes, enjoy. Some people you don't like, so you don't care. Yeah. About it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you okay. don't even care to talk about it, right? Okay. Real shit though. Uh, okay. Real uh, shit though. Uh, okay. It would be. Uh, it would be. Man, there is a couple, but one I would say Denzel Washington. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And that was, was that on the actor? No, yes, sir. Yeah. That was in uh, uh, Great Debaters. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Like what that was like. That's Man, was and like. see, and was I, I, honestly, it's like because I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, honestly, and it's like my my that was my greatest moment. But that's another thing you learn in film. Yeah. Okay. All the scenes don't make the movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah. my scene in the movie with him. Did not make the movie, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, but here it is though. Also, you know, doing film, man, I had opportunity to spend two days in this man's presence. Exactly. Yeah. Man, during man. the scenes that I was involved in. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, man, what was so great about it was just the tell. Like I know him as the Denzel Washington, the movie star, you yeah. know, and all like that. Yeah. But he directed it, right? Uh, so okay. I'm looking at, I'm seeing him run around, you know, little wrinkle beat up t-shirts and little shorts and flip flops. <laughs> right? That's the Denzel I see. He running around, yeah. instructing, etc., yeah. etc. Et yeah. And then 30, 40 minutes later, he come back. He's suited, tied up. Yeah. He's in character on the yeah. set. Mm-hmm. Boom, we go in the scene. Woo, 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 the facial expression, all the lines is to the point. Boom, boom, boom. Everybody else fumbling lines. He's sharp. He on the point. Boom, 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 boom. So, one of the things I remember he had said to us in one of the sets, he was like, "When you, you basically you are here because you got a talent. You're not even in this space right now. So you don't necessarily, you don't need bring bring what got you here. Bring that talent, that skill set, which even got you." To be in your position right now to command that role you got, that's what I need right now. Wow. And it's like when he said that, man, that just set the tone for the whole <laughs> scene, and everybody came with a A game. Wow. And honestly, just just you know, there were just conversations just off the off 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 set. I mean, I won't set, but off camera, um, just about the business. And he was just giving game because a lot of us he knew, you know, just on the business side, 
when they started filming here in Louisiana, they were getting like a 20, 30% 20, cut uh -huh. just to film in our area. So basically, it's like if yeah. a film costs them $100 million to shoot in Los Angeles, they can come here and shoot the film for $30 million. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that That's was a credit that the state was giving them companies for coming here for filming. So wow. he knew that a lot of us was just really green, mm -hmm. you know, uh, for, for us to support an extras, extras. So he took the time out to coach us up at the same time and give wow. us some game. Yeah. So that's so, so, yeah, one hundred percent, man. So that's wonderful, yeah. That's why I had to dig deep, man. I work with some some big cats. I mean, like you know, like Dane Dash. He he's one that I had opportunity to work wow. out with for his business. Um, he's always always dropped jewels on me, you know, for for his business and, and marketing and managing. You know, it's big time. Yeah. Yeah. Recording. So how was that though? With, uh, with Dane, that was like I met Dame at the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl in Houston. Um, and uh, started building a relationship with him from that point. Just ran it back and forth. My man just on business, yeah. you know. So he 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 always he's always had. Of course, you know Dane. He, you know he's the good arrogant is what I call him to be. Yeah. Super yeah. confident, yeah. you know. Yeah. But his business his business Ackerman is second to none. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, for his recording in the studio, I've recorded with some you know some big dogs. But my favorite recording artist being in the studio was, would be BG. Wow. You know, and that's and, and yeah, and that and, you know we recorded that record in um and uh, Detroit, Michigan. A lot of people know the, he he lived there, and he you know he wow. still has a home there, family there in Detroit, in Detroit Michigan. Yeah. And um, so working with BG, that was like I just saw myself riding around, you know, listening to Chopper City. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, this the little homie I was listening to when I was in school. I was in junior high school listening to BG. Yeah. You know what I mean? So working with him, that was just totally different. You know, it was a whole nother vibe. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy yeah, y'all can join BG. I like, man, that's yeah. Like, dude, <laughs> this is cash money. This not the cash money y'all know now. Yeah. We talking about there's a whole nother cash money. Yeah, yeah, man. So, so like, so like being, you know, so you know, there, there's some the wild kid. Oh yeah, my man. So like, there's some other artists I work with that you know made ahead of. You know other different types of careers are however you know are more no more popular being just because of you know pop culture however yeah. but uh but yeah. but but bg though that's that's the homie homie right there recording and working in the studio with him that's a plus that's dope that's dope yeah yeah man that's great that's great yeah you know, so oh no go ahead do your thing oh, man, man. We, we, man. yeah man I'm, it's I'm the lunch and blunch so man look at him man it's going in it's, yeah it's whatever off limits man whatever y'all joe is just i mean he is delivering it today oh yeah okay. i mean he's just delivering it he's just delivering the game today yeah man it's a, and it's, it's a it's a lot of it um i mean one one notably i would think that you know in this entertainment business in this music business at no point do you ever have to doubt yourself yeah, i learned that early yeah. because when you cut the radio on somebody on there singing or dancing you know exactly. what i'm saying and at one point they were right where you were yeah. or even worse yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. and i know and I, I know that you know what i mean yeah. because bro some of the stuff we did in business my man that is a lot of people didn't see us you know reaching them pinnacles you know what yeah. I mean? like like, yeah. like my man first recording studio i've recorded we recorded off a full track yeah, you know what I mean. So, so yeah, my man. So to be so, so like you know, in some DJ Pole, I think his name was. We was in his bedroom, his bedroom studio with a full track and a couple speakers to actually you know flying to Miami, booking recording studios in Circle House, and you know 
$1,200 a session, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, so that's why I say, like, man, whatever your dream is, your desire in this business, whether it be acting, but nobody, like how we said in the first conversation, you definitely have to put yourself in position to be successful. So, you know, of course, the internet gives us that vehicle to where you don't necessarily have to travel the ground as much, but you got to go where the people are doing where, where you're trying, wherever you're trying to get. You got to be in company with those people. Exactly. That's that's a plus. And don't be scared to build relationships. No, not at all, my man. Jim, you know, a lot of you know, a lot of times that's people are just genuine, people, man. Yeah, in the city locally, man, we got to build relationships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so plus that. Relationships. So what was another thing? What was the craziest thing? I know you got the little man here with you today. Okay. But what was the craziest, wildest thing? Because I know you did some tours. Oh man, yeah. So, so, so t- let's talk about tour life. Okay. A bit, just a little bit. We don't want to expose too much, you know. We okay, it's all good. But you know, we just want to talk about tour life a little. Well, bit. tour. Okay, let me explain to you about tour life, right? So, my gosh, my first tour was what we call a chilling, a chilling circuit chillin tour. Circuit. Okay, are y'all familiar? <laughs> I heard of that. Okay, so that so okay. <laughs> so, alright, so that so that was my first tour was on the chilling circuit. Okay. So the Chilling Circuit Tour is you're going through a lot of small cities, a lot of small towns, you know, small little radio stations. Yeah. You're staying in the two-star hotels, yeah. three-star if good. Okay. You know what I mean? You're, normally you're traveling in your SUVs. Okay, but what what's, what was so great about the Chilling Surface is that, you know, you're getting the greatest hospitality that you ever gonna get yeah, in yeah. your time in the music business because yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of times when you come through these some of these smaller cities you know where the population is five thousand yeah. you know a ten thousand or twenty thousand and you coming through you you at some of these backwood shows where you rapping on these mics to where you can't talk the next morning because yeah, your yeah. voice is so but just yeah. I would say the experience with the people you meet my man it, they're so humble and they're so yeah. gracious, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and, yeah. and one thing I learned from ESG, especially on the chilling circuit, yeah. yeah so we got a show book for fifty five hundred dollars, all right. But we may leave there with maybe fifteen, close to twenty thousand, yeah. Because that night, yeah. Okay, you got dope boys in the city. They lined up with money to go to the studio to get a verse, yeah. yeah. To yeah. get a hook, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. and and it's like so. And, I, and there's another piece of game I learned from ESG. He was like, one cat came to him and he wanted a verse. And he I don't remember exactly what the price was. G had hit him with. And he's like, right, you, me, and my, me and my dog, Yacht, we're going to get on there. And I'm like, man, you going to throw me in? Like, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? like, okay, cool. So like, we out here eating together. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. bring me in. So he's like, it's going to be X, Y, Z. So dude, like, well, I remember the minor. He's like, well, I only got this. G's like, my man, I ain't going to get it. But this is what you need to do, man. You need to go get a couple of your homeboys and tell them, do they want to get on the song with Yaki Joe? They want to get on the song with ESG. Tell them to put some money in. Y'all put the money in. Come on, let's make some shape. Yeah. yeah. I like my man, dude. We did that, yeah, and he yeah. got two other cats that wanted to get on the song too. Yeah, and I believe they had like split the verse, and me and G dropped the verse, and then I start, I start, I started picking up that game. Yeah, and we just, and I started implementing that in every yeah. city we would go to. And it's yeah. like so we would get, we would get the the show money, and there was also other money. Like, ain't no twenty five dollar pictures and none of that. We skipping over all that. We going straight to the studio. Well, yeah, the you know what I'm saying? And so, so like, yeah, so, yeah, so, 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 so we getting money now you know it's even yeah. off of my my, my producer e dog he meeting relationships and he's selling tracks just off yeah. these cities we going yeah. to yeah. so that was so so like the chilling circuit it was that that's that's one thing i i learned to appreciate behind that yeah. you know because when you go to a lot of the big cities you know i'm showing up we showing up at these shows and there's a lot of these boys here 
they you know like these boys they they pockets is just like ours yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. so they showing up at the club just mostly to, to buy a bunch of bottles and to show off mm -hmm. and they not necessarily about doing no business with us yeah. you know what i'm saying but yeah. but in, but in the smaller in the smaller cities you know you go through your you know your lake charles your, your beaumont texas you know yeah. what i'm saying your, your marshall texas yeah, yeah, you know yeah, your yeah. long views yeah, you know yeah. what i mean your yeah, little yeah. rock arkansas yeah, you know yeah. you coming through all these spots right there man the hospitality yeah, yeah. is always it's, it's, yeah it's always yeah. great so and then like when it got a little major and we you know moved up to the tour buses and flying more that actually my man it got to be kind of boring because it was so structured yeah you do the same thing it's a it's, yeah. it's repetitive yeah. you show up in your city check in the hotel you yeah. go do sound sound check uh, you may do a little radio you go to the mall you go back to the room yeah. you know and then you, you just doing the same thing yeah. you know and that, that's kind of how life old. was yeah, yeah especially on the old. bus you're doing 30 cities on the bus my man it's just, it's just it, 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 yeah. after about 10 cities bruh it get rough you know you got your team with you they got family calling from home they got issues people yeah. gotta leave all people gotta come back you got money situations going on bro you yeah. got you got promoters yeah. with foolishness going on on the yeah. road yeah, yeah. yeah. when you when you yeah it get to be a look yeah they yeah. are yeah. they are a lot of for real shot big promoters. time yeah. so like so like you know but all in all though you know you get the you, you, yeah what i would say about on a major end when it come to touring your network gets a lot stronger though, yeah. because you're backstage and you're meeting a whole lot of different people. Mm -hmm. you, you, your contact, you, you know, when you come out to it, man, you've met so many people from, you know, videographers, uh, people do artwork for you. Meeting a lot of different model agencies, you know, you've been in it. However, mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. type of woman you ever desire to have in your life, yeah. however you visualize her, yeah. you can have that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Or two or three of them. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that, so that, so on, on, on the, on the corporate end. I mean, well, I would say like on the major label being for his touring, yeah. uh, that was that. But definitely, I, I, I would, I would always, um, I would more like the the chilling circuit yeah. over yeah. over the over the month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's more very more personal. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah, I did that too, though. So let me ask you, because now you're an on-air personality. Yes. The big station. The radio. JJ ninety-nine point six. Yes, sir. Okay, and uh, that goes back to this bus ride when we went to Houston. <laughs> to, that damn, to the ozone. Yes, to the ozone. Yeah. Because I was talking to Wax about man, how can I get on a how can I get on the radio? Now, what was at the radio station at the yes. time, Yes. Uh -huh. So, you know, mm -hmm. you will give me some uh, some tips on who I need to speak with. He's like, man, you might need to get with Josie Wells and me and Josie yeah. had put a lot of time in mm -hmm. in the mixtape game. Actually one hundred to Josie because he and I I saw I recorded my very first mixtape with Josie Wells. You know, this is before even yeah. getting signed. Yeah. So, um, you know, he brought me into that and, and into into that market. Yeah. So, coming into radio, um, it was it was different because I had a boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've been a boss, but what it yeah. also what it did was it taught me structure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I yeah. learned how to. Um, I I didn't. So I didn't look at it as like I gotta do what somebody else say do. Uh -huh. I looked at it as like let me learn what I don't know. Uh -huh. So. Let me you let me look look at this boss as being a tool as a teacher and a mentor yeah. to me. Yeah. So I started getting with like minds around the station, yeah. and different PDs at that time was coming in and out of KMJJ. Yeah. Man, we went through a slew of PDs up yeah. until the greatest PD I think ever to do it right now, yeah. uh, Mr. Big Ant, Ant Simmons. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, one hundred percent. So um, I just started all those PDs was coming through. I just started getting up on them and just started learning. Yeah. You know, just learning the business yeah. and you know, and uh, perfect perfecting my, my craft. But you know, a few years from now, I mean, 
Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I mean, my man, I've had I've I've had a couple opportunities you know? to uh, go to some smaller markets because that's how you start off in yeah. radio. You know, yeah. you go to <laughs> you go to a, yeah. a city of a chilling circuit. You yeah. know, man, yeah. and, and you start yeah. off in radio. But what I had going on with my family at the time, it just wasn't the right move for me to do. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, I I passed that opportunity up, and I'm just really honing in on my craft right now in the position that I'm at, you know, and I'm I'm cool with it. And my PD now, you know, he gives me the opportunity to just have free reign, you know, as long as them commercials get paid and everybody else get paid, you know, for it's the business in the radio. I'm taking care of my business. I don't miss no commercials. We ain't ain't fooling around with no airtime. Everything is business. And my PD makes sure every I I, I can um yeah. let my personality be who it need to be. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful, man. That's, that's yeah, awesome. So, but um, definitely um, what I want to do more with radio now just be more community, you know. Um, yes. and we have that opportunity now, yes. and um, we definitely want to get out, just be more community. There's some things I want to do. Um, a couple ideas that I'm bringing to the table. Yes. Um, next month when we have a um, our quarterly meeting, and um. Just looking forward, looking forward to it. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be nice, man. A lot of music and a yeah. lot of community. That's yeah. definitely what we bring in. Yeah. And um, and so That's much wonderful. like, my man, like how you, you know, you, you know, like in Houston, my man, like, right now, I'm not lying, bro. We can go to Houston. Yeah. And within an hour, within an hour, yeah. Within a, within 45 minutes, yeah. you're gonna hear a recording artist from Houston. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Still to this day, especially the mix shows. Yeah. For whether whether the artist came out in '80 yep. or he came out in 2018, Houston have always supported their culture, their brand, and their music, exactly. and that is something that I want to bring Man, to our area. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't even all about the airtime and all like that, bro. If we out here and we visible with our people. I, I've always wanted to adapt that from Houston. That's something that that's a blueprint that I wanted our city to share. That's because we're to right, because Houston they don't give a damn about what's going on in California, in New York, no. in Georgia. It's Houston never Houston. cared, dude. That's, 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 that's what we that's feel like going on here. Right. It's all about we care about what's going on everywhere else. Yes, sir. Except What's yeah, going on what's here? Going on, yeah. That's, that's right, and and, that, and that's something I want to be a part and of building that bridge, that man. Too, yeah, I definitely want to get heavy. We're in gonna that. get with you off air on some stuff too. We, we we got some stuff in the making. I I'm not gonna put it out just. Yet. That's all good. You can put it out there yeah, without so, putting it out there. Yeah, it's yeah, all good. We got some stuff in the making. I want to pick your brain on about too. Yeah, yeah. Before before you leave today. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, again, brother, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man, thank thanks you. for the opportunity, man, my man. The really appreciate station. it. Thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you, young man, for stopping through with your like, Hey, what's up, man? You want to listen us with your presence? So, my man, tell them, tell them about, tell them about <laughs> your, your new. Just <laughs> shot real quick. Graham or yeah, 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 man. Wait, yeah. Um, wait, wait, what school yet? Evangelist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that? Yeah. Uh, Graduate? Right. Graduate. Okay. So, but he, he, he's on. Okay, okay. So, he he's starting, um, Another career right now. Okay. Uh, Holly, what you about to start doing, my man? Yeah, come on in here. The <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. He is sick right now. I'm sorry. He pointed, okay. but yeah, he's he's uh, starting the modeling now. Okay. So he's yeah, got off into that. And um, him and my, my and my nephew, uh, MC, the one you see, he's starting yeah. a. Uh, yeah. He's a he's a comedian. So he's going. 
Uh, he's building a he's in the process of building a YouTube channel right now, right. and um, we also and my younger daughter, uh, London, she has um, television show in in progress called London's House and Friends. Right. So they're shooting that right now. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be awesome. Hey, it'd be uh, dope if we can get him on the show one day. Yeah, oh definitely. Especially I gotta get the young. Yo, you gotta yeah. If you get MC, yeah, get yeah, yeah, these guys in. That's right. Okay, that's what's up. But uh, yeah, we we very excited about that and uh, my. my my, my oldest daughter, she has, um, she's doing a YouTube channel now where yeah. she's doing makeup and that brush, and she's, she's a beast uh, yeah. with, 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 with the makeup, and um, the, and she so uh, we looking for her to do great things in that. She's gonna be going off in Austin, Texas, That's sometime right. soon. That's where a lot of the film business industry is. Mm -hmm. So she's gonna be looking to do a lot of that in the film industry for, for his makeup, cause she just got an artistic skill at doing that. Mm -hmm. right so you know, as a family right now, it's just all about. I'm just trying to. Just spread my knowledge and wisdom through them, and uh, let them go out and create some chicks. Mm -hmm. And you know, we just keep the money in house. That's mm -hmm. kind of where we at right now. That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. That's just straight mad love. You know, it's, it's, it's no other way to do it. You know what I'm saying? You're right, teaching right, them the right. structure. You're teaching them the value. You're teaching them how to go out and work for it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what's Put up, best man. Foot forward. It's been a great ride, man. It's wonderful. Yeah. It ain't no way. Ain't no way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to get you back here, too, man. We're going to get you back here on the lunch and lunch, you know. That's what's right, my man. People, you know yeah, I really saying? appreciate it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit, you know, about the current of the business, the industry yeah. right now, and the music and all yeah, like yeah. that. You know you got yeah. a new mixtape, a mixtape company. Yeah, out. man. Yeah. We yeah. had yeah. hard at it right now, big dog. Yeah. It's the right right, too, yeah. big dog. Yeah. Oh. Let me know when you get it ready so we come back and display it on the lunch and lunch show, man. Man, 100, big dog. I'm ready to get in the studio with y'all boys too, my man. Oh man, look. Yeah, you know, we ready to explore. They yep, explore I was on YouTube. And everything. Yeah. I was looking at, listening to you in the studio, messing around with dude from uh, what is Lafayette somewhere? A uh, Koyo, huh? I was listening to the beach all rights. I said, no, I need to be on that beach. Yeah, man. Yeah. We try to just branch out and get a lot of different sounds because, believe it or not, you know, like as African Americans, we just got that natural. Little niche. Whenever we hear a sound, it just make you move a certain kind of way. Yeah, That's exactly. why everything is different about you know exactly. our, our, our whole culture. Yeah. So you know when you get certain tracks from different areas, it just uh, it brings a different thought process. It yeah. just brings a whole another vibe. You know, you it just takes you down different avenues for us, your writing. Just bring yeah. So that's why I always just try to listen. You know, we may like a lot of 808s and the more that southern issue, but you know when you start getting tracks from you know up north and on the west, you just just bring you to another lane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty exactly. dope. That's what's up. Exactly. That's really dope. That's yeah, what's up. man. Yeah. Y'all money. Yeah. Y'all money. Yeah. Yeah. We jumping now. Next up, that's what I'm talking about. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta fill you in on the pot stocks. Okay. You know, the, the legalization of marijuana. Yeah. In Louisiana, trying to, they, they're getting there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Shout out for them, them for not being the last. Yeah. God damn. I mean, you know what I'm saying? For real. We always dead ass last. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so now we kind of, you know. Yeah, so. they trying to get out that debt. Yeah, big business. They see that money. Yeah, big business. And I would thank y'all, man. Aroma in here has been very nice. I've had a lot of flashbacks. If I fumble up on a word or two, it's because I'm getting a little drooling at the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Social supplements. Man, what Aroma in here. I'm talking about, man. Yeah, oh my gosh! Because uh, I mean, I, there is a picture on the net with me and Snoop Dogg, and that was the first time I hung out with Snoop. Um, oh, was working on a project in Atlanta, oh, 
And uh, man, that particular night, I'm so upset because he was spitting a lot of game that night. Yeah. And I was soaking it in. We was partying. We had a good time that night, man. But I was so damn out of it. You know what I'm saying, my man? To where it's like the next morning. Oh, my man, dude. My man, look here, man. I'm trying to find something. Bro, make me stop smoking, dude. Man, it's 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 like that particular night, man. It was the next morning. I was just trying to gather the conversation of everything that we were talking about and 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 all the ventures and all the movie stuff he was talking about doing. I was just like. Damn, man, I can't remember. Fuck, what the okay. <laughs> man? Dude, my man. And it, well, I'll tell you this here one night, though. That that particular night, and I'm 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 gonna shut it down since I get along with it. But that that particular night, man, when Snoop came in the club, so um, people, yeah, was like, I remember the time they said we got there early, right? So we were on there, so I'm waiting on Snoop, trying to see what Snoop coming through, and coming in the back, I see a bunch of guys coming through, both tied up. Yeah. Both tied up, both tied up. So they walking all around. So we before we went to the VIP, the dudes, the bow ties, they went all through the damn VIP, all around. So then they set up like a barrier all around. So I'm like, I'm tripping, right? Yeah. So Snoop come, boom, we go, we go in the VIP or whatever, and there's more guys with bow ties come up. <laughs> I say this nigga got pimps for security. Yeah, so I'm like, so I'm tripping, right? Gonna <laughs> find out. It was the National of Islam. Oh, the nation, yeah. So Snoop, when he traveled from city to city, that's his security. Yeah. That's who he hired. And that's something that he got from Pac. Yeah. Because Pac was doing the same thing. Yeah. So that night, I was on that. We partying, but at the same time, I'm looking at the power move. Mm. That's something I never would have thought about doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm thinking about, so now I'm with Snoop and I'm thinking about, man, this man right here that shared a blunt with Pac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This man right here that been in the studio with Pac. Yeah. So that night, so I'm yeah. like, of course, there's the atmosphere going on, but I'm ju I'm juggling that vibe, and I'm juggling, I'm looking at the nation. I'm like, bruh, it's just all women in here. No guys. It's like us five guys and all women. And that's how it was all night. That was yeah. a special night I shared with Pac. Oh, oh, with, with not Pac. Sorry, but with, with Snoop Dogg that night, though, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, cause that, that cause that, cause <clears throat> to see him, and that's yeah. how you do when he roll in the city. He calling the nation. That's, and what what better bodyguards is that? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Them boys are heavy, too. Real life, though. Real life, <laughs> Them boys heavy. Yeah, real. I was yeah, trying to really find a picture in here, life. so I'll show y'all about me and Snoop. But uh, That's crazy. That was a good night, though, my man, 100%. You send it to me? Okay. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, but anytime, fellas, man. Love to come hang out and chop it up, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, 100%, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you again, man. Y'all can tell what's been 100. Wax. Bro. That's the guy to get a check with. Yeah, yeah, man. Don't forget to get your pet neutered and spayed. Ah, man. Neutered and spayed your pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another check. He talking about don't forget to get your pet neutered and spayed and neutered. Oh, man. Yeah, you can kind of see the head kind of cut off, but that's us, me and Snoop. Okay, from the lunch and blunt. Yeah, that's me and Snoop in the club. Lunch and blunt. Oh, yeah, that's the worst thing. He was young as hell right there, though. Yeah, man. Motherfucker, yeah, Snoop. Like six, six. Yeah. Oh, Snoop. Yeah, Snoop. Tall guy. Snoop. Man. <laughs> yeah, Snoop. Yeah. That that particular night, that was that, that was, was epic, a special night. Epic night, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, That's listen. close I've ever got to pot. That's 
Wow. I man. feel that. Yeah. I feel wow. that though. Yeah. That's a hell of a statement. I feel wow. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I take from that's what I take from that night. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. I yeah. feel that. <laughs> Only on the Legend Blush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Legend Blush, big dog. We'll see y'all yeah. next week. That's what's All up. All right. Peace.